this is Dr. Anita with another Diamond Moment. Diamonds are produced by time, heat, and pressure. The cut, clarity, and size of the diamond will determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. What pressure have you been under? What is the cut of your personality? Do you have a clear perspective of who you are And does that perspective line up with where you want to go? How you use your gift determines its worth. Now let's redefine the previous steps of your process. There's been a lot in the news lately that is very, very disturbing. I made a statement a couple of uh, shows ago regarding the suicide of Naomi Judd and how her daughters defined her legacy and how they expressed the fact that she died from mental illness. I said at that time that I hope that that catches on and I want to clarify what I meant by that. Mental health uh, issues carry a stigma in our society and around the world and it shouldn't be so. In the same way that people have diabetes or that have heart disease or any other issue, high blood pressure, we're not stigmatized to the point that we can't seek help. Many people will tell you, I have to take my blood pressure meds, I have to eat because I have diabetes and and eating controls my blood sugar. We're okay with that. But somehow or another, having mental illness in our society is something that is still taboo. We still don't talk about it. And because we don't talk about it, so many people act out in ways that are detrimental to us all as a society. It's very necessary for us to make it okay to get help. We heard in the past month, two instances of mass shootings. I personally don't believe that you can arbitrarily kill people that you don't know who've done nothing to you and be mentally sound. I just don't see how that works together. One of the young men, uh, both of them young men, uh, went out and and really bought the supplies, the things that he was going to need in advance uh, of that date. And it lets us know that whatever was going on with them was going on before they picked up a gun and murdered people. Our society has made it difficult for our male children to have emotion of any kind, to feel anything, to do anything. So therefore, if they're not able to feel anything they're certainly not going to be able to communicate with someone if they're having a problem. Mental illness is real. Part of the church community feels that it's demonically in, you know, induced, that if the person has mental illness, that they have a demon. There are a number of imbalances with the neurotransmitters of the brain that can be balanced through medication. Psychotropic medication is not like painkillers. 
you don't become addicted to psychotropic medication. What it does is levels you off, levels your neurotransmitters so that you can be and come to life on a more stable basis. So when I said, I hope that it catches on, where people will be able to actually say that this person died because they were mentally ill. They didn't see a way out. And because they didn't see another way out, for the most part, I believe they just wanted to stop the pain. So many uh, major celebrities in our um, in our society have opted out because they didn't know how to get beyond depression. They didn't know how to stabilize their lives. They didn't evidently feel that there was anyone that they could talk to or as in uh, what uh, the Judd sisters uh, said in an interview is that yes, she was able to talk to them. Yes, they knew, but she just felt helpless and hopeless. And at that moment, the hopelessness overshadowed, and I'm saying this, overshadowed the hope. So I want us in this episode to think about some things. We're in a period of time where stress is just off the chart. Stress is a part of life. We have been given a fight or flight response that allows us to either run from it or stop and duke it out, really (laughs) go at it. And so when we are emotionally and physically stressed, there is a part of us that we can't control that clicks in. Since we can't separate stress and move it over to the side, we have to understand that stress cannot be separated from the body. And if it can't be separated from the body, we need to come up with another way to work through our stress, to find a way out. And so many, many times we feel so obligated to do for other people. Some of our everyday stress is just involved with what somebody else has decided should go on your plate. I've had instances in my life where I've had to say I can't do something and I see the change in the person's behavior because of that. I have people that aren't talking to me now because I couldn't help them with what they wanted to do. They never ask me, what's on your plate, Dr. Anita? What do you have that you cannot avoid? What other projects are you working on that preclude you from being able to help me? They took offense because I had to do what many of you are going to have to do. Nancy Reagan said it, having to do (laughs) with drugs, but just say no. You can't be everything for everyone and still maintain your own balance and equilibrium. We all have to take a time to stop. We have to take a beat, a breath, and just breathe. People can load up your plate with everything that they don't want to do for themselves. Remember when we were talking about codependence and doing for someone else what they can do for themselves? When we're dealing with adults, they are going to have to learn to do for themselves what they're looking to you to do. We talked about the fact that there's some things that no one can do for us. 
that we must do for ourselves. And so might as well get used to it now. No, no, no. We have to reevaluate our priorities and actually answer the question, are you a priority in your own life? Or does everything and everybody come before you? Does it happen so frequently until people think this is the way that it's supposed to be? You're supposed to be the one who gets dumped on. You're supposed to be the one that handles everything for everyone that they don't feel like handling for themselves. Question yourself and ask yourself if that's the case, why are you doing it? Remember, if you do it, they will have gotten over. Why are you doing it? Why do you feel obligated to do something for someone that they can do for themselves? This again goes back to our episode about codependence. If you want to help somebody, that's one thing. When you feel that you're responsible to do something for someone that they can do for themselves, it it really ties in very closely to a loose, non-clinical definition of codependence. Why is everything on your shoulders? You have to learn to give yourself the time that you need in order to sit with yourself and come up with answers. When we talk about challenging ourselves, asking ourselves the tough questions, these are the things that move us forward from where we are, where we've been stuck, to where we need to go in order to accomplish our own goals. We have to take the time to evaluate ourselves, to go within, to go to God, to ask, as I call, God, God, go to God, go to the universe, go to the power, go to the the spirit. And then once you go there, listen, stop and listen to what's being shown to you. Listen to your role, where you've played a role in the way things that are happening. The one thing that we have to do is to be uniquely ourselves, to be who we are, no matter who we're with to be who we are. When we realize that we've got to do something with the stress in our lives in order to be uniquely who we are, it's gonna require us to be creative. We're gonna have to think outside of the box. We're gonna have to look at some new ways to do things. We're gonna have to look at some new ways to phrase things. You don't want to insult people when you say no. So you're gonna have to look for some creative ways to not do it. You have to realize that everyone, including you, is experiencing these stressors and you have to give yourself permission not to be everything for everyone. You you have to learn to make a statement instead of asking a question. That means I'm not going to be able to do this for you. Is that okay? Nope, that was a question. Make a statement. I'm not going to be able to do this for you. I hope that you get the help that you need. Make a statement. Be true to yourself. And don't apologize for standing up for yourself. Learn to develop your boundaries. Avoid the manipulation of other people. 
Learn how to be your own best friend. The same thing that you would tell your best friend, tell that same thing to yourself. The same way that you would tell your friend uh, and advise your friend to remove themselves from a situation that was causing them distress, tell that same thing to yourself. Be your own best friend. Be uniquely you. Be all that you can be. But be sure and take the time to grow. Take the time that you need to evaluate yourself to be who you want to be at this phase of your life. Don't allow anybody or anything to be more important to you than you are. So we're being individuals. We're a part of a community. But we also have to ask the question, what about me? What about me? Will I always be focused on others? And when does my turn come? What about what's best for me? Please take the time to write down your answers, to really evaluate where you are, where you want to go, what's stopping you, and do you feel overly obligated to do for someone else what they can easily do for themselves? Take the time and listen. Don't forget your solution. Stop. Take time to breathe. Reevaluate your priorities. Just say no. Listen to both your heart and your body. Thank you for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C.com for links and additional information. And please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it.